Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar DeJesus. And yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we're talking to Dominic Mondi, executive director of Nespa, and we will be talking about his journey into the pool industry. We'll also be talking about the pool and spa show in Atlantic City. The show is January 25th to the 27th. For show information, you can go to www thepoolspashow.com. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Pool Invoice, and Blu-ray Excel. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zach, good morning. Good morning, Pool Nation. I have to say that whistle still to this day, every time in the intro when the whistle goes off, I can't help but laugh, even though I try to keep a straight face. But I feel like we're going to get into some really good stuff today. And, you know, I've always been that person that tries to attend multiple shows and take on as much education as I can. And I, I really geek out on that stuff. It drives Leslie absolutely nuts. And, you know, I've heard mention of the Atlantic City show many times, but I don't know much about it. You know, it's kind of crazy. I was having this conversation the other day. I've heard about it, but I don't know much about it. So I'm excited to hear more about it today and hopefully I'll be able to attend it in the future. We have to do a better job about talking about the shows and getting all the information out there. I've had the pleasure to talk to Dominic and we're going to kind of get into the details, but that show is is definitely something else. So. Dom, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Good. You know, the whistle is uh, is funny, but uh, do all your guests like fight the earth, just like bop their heads to that, that dun, 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 dun. It's like I wanted to groove over here. If you watch it, we're, we're always kind of like, you know, bopping the thing, except for when we do the mess up. So it's got this little button over here, Dom, where you got to press live to be able to listen to it. And all of a sudden, I'll forget to hit that live and I'm bopping my head because I can hear it. And everybody's looking at me like, what the hell's his problem? Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So. Zach, um, interesting to me anyway, I, I laughed when I when I started talking to Edgar and saw everybody that was involved because um, I have two boys and their names are Zachary and Nicholas. Hey. And here I am doing a podcast <laughs> with Zach Nicholas. It's <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you just bl- you just blew up Zach's ego, by the way. I'm going to hear about this probably for the next week. You know, Should I compliment his beer too? Will that just ruin the rest of your week? <laughs> <laughs> right? That, 
that beard. He's he's not allowed to touch it, by the way. He's, he can't shave it. He can't clean it. The wife won't let him do that. So, so guys, before we get started, I just want to get a couple of the uh, housekeeping notes out really quick, Don, before we get started with you and talking about the show. We're going to do our financial business class, and that's going to be held on January 30th. That's the one that we do, guys, where we talk about the different business types. We talk about the uh, Pool Nation metrics that we've created the progressive business metrics that allow you to see current data so that you can adjust your flow throughout the month rather than waiting till the end of the month. We talk about the common reasons why small businesses fail. We talk about insurance, why it's so important, what coverage you should have. We talk about billing software, how to set that up so that it works for you. And most important, that you really address your cash flow. We cover different terms in accounting and preparation for a profit and loss that we do. And you will bring your numbers, you enter them into our software. By the time that you're done with the business class, you're going to know exactly what your cost of service is. You're exactly going to know how much you're making profit or loss. And then we go one by one with you and we kind of talk about your numbers and what strategies you can take. So that's going to be January 30th. Go to poolnation.com. You can click on the financial business class, get all the information and register from there. The other thing that I want to talk about is a peer-to-peer meeting. For those of you that are interested in joining our peer-to-peer, go to poolnation.com, register there. The next meeting, we're going to have an HR professional. So bring all of your HR questions, no questions barred, bring them, and we're going to talk about those in the peer-to-peer. And the last thing, I want to give out our shout-out this week to Pedro from Major League Pool Services out in Cali. Had a pleasure of talking to him this week. Keep killing it out there, brother. You are doing a great job out there. So, Dom, sorry about that. The guys make me kind of go through my housekeeping things. And by the way, neither one of them like to volunteer and say, hey, let me do it. You know, so someone's got to do it. And after listening to all that, I think uh, not only am I going to have to get you guys to come out to Atlantic City next year, but it sounds like I might end up putting you on the agenda. It sounds like a great business program. I <laughs> <laughs> should be doing it here for everybody. Thanks. I appreciate it. And that's one of the things I want to talk about here in today's podcast, because you guys do a phenomenal job out there, but we'll kind of get into that. I do have one more thing. Adam, we did a Pool Nation Awards program that was for the Pool Service Pro. And what we did is we created this website. They submitted the nominations. They created the categories. They voted for all those. At the last show, we had this big, huge event. And so now what we're looking to do is we have our Instagram page, Pool Nation. We showcase a lot of the the pool builders around the country from the big, huge companies to the small companies. And the one thing that we're talking about today is we are going to be announcing the top 25 pool builders from Pool Nation. And yes, Zach, I did hit myself with that trophy right there. (laughs) But I thought you were intentionally just doing a ting so people knew it was a real trophy. (laughs) So guys, this is almost like the awards that we gave out for the pool service side, which we did the you know, products of the year and all that kind of stuff. So if you are a pool builder, pay attention. Details are coming out on Monday. We'll share those. We'll talk about those. So for those of you that are listening to the podcast, go to Facebook. You could watch the video. You could check out the award there. So trophy is almost as big as you. It's bigger than my head, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So Dom, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Uh, sure. So, uh, like you said, Dominic Mundy, Executive Director of the Northeast Spa and Pool Association, or NESPA, as most people know us. I have been with NESPA for uh, almost five years as their Executive Director. I've been doing association management for about 15. But my background actually is in the landscape industry. 
I went to school for landscape architecture, worked in design build firms, had my own design company for a while, and uh, really spent a lot of time on that whole outdoor environment creation, including pools. And it's the jump to running a landscape association and then coming on board to be the executive director of a pool association has been interesting for me because I think I fell into the same trap that other people do. And that's kind of going, well, I do landscapes. I know, I know about pools. I know something about pools. I mean, I've drawn them on drawings before. I've seen them put into my backyards and uh, drew a lot of parallels. And some of those were absolutely true as far as, especially in the Northeast, seasonality of the business cycle and, and how that affects uh, the challenges that our member companies have to go through to maintain their business through those seasonal cycles and peaks and valleys and all that sort of stuff. But there are certainly aspects of the pool industry which are incredibly unique, incredibly challenging, things I've really come to appreciate in support of our members' uh, codes, standards, the training needs, all the different disciplines that go into pool construction and pool maintenance and service. It's really been a fascinating adventure. So my background was in outdoor design and, and landscape architecture, and it was a long and winding road, but it's been very rewarding to be in this position in service of the pool industry and trying to deliver education professional development, events like the pool and spa show for the benefit of the industry. Now, in the landscaping side, did, did you guys have the same thing? Did you have the shows and the education and, and all of that? We had the same opportunities and the same challenges. They were a little bit, uh, little bit different. Uh, we, the, the industry had a lot more local type shows. Um, the need for education was and is as, as great as it is in the pool industry. The access to it is always a challenge. And that's a push-pull. It's like you, you create the opportunity and then create the, um, try and create the, the strong message that you, you, what, you need this training, right? Like we want to professionalize the industry. We want people to doing things up to um, standards and best practices. And uh, that absolutely exists, not just existed, but exists in the landscape industry. Um, as it does in the pool industry. That's great. So can you tell us, can you tell us a little bit about NESPA and what it is? And, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'll confess. So, you know, I were over towards Texas, a little bit more California. So really knew more about that type of a show. And then I had the pleasure to connecting with Amy and she kind of shared a lot of information and I'm super excited about your show, but she was also explaining to me a little bit about NESPA. So for those listeners that aren't familiar with NESPA, can you talk about that? Absolutely. So the Northeast Spa and Pool Association, uh, we're in our 62nd year as an association. We were formed out of a series of local chapters in the region, small groups of people in the, I guess going back to the 50s, maybe even into the 40s of builders and people working in the pool industry and creating these organizations. And then they came together to form this regional organization, which for a while was uh, region one of APSP, well, NSPI at the time, the history of the pool associations involves a lot of alphabet soup. <laughs> Things have changed. But the Northeast Bomb Pool Association has evolved to a trade association. We have four chapters under us that represent on the local level around our region. So we represent pool companies in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, and Connecticut. Our members are builders, their service companies, everything from single person service companies right up through very large construction 
companies in New York City and, and on Long Island. And what we do as a trade association is kind of represent the industry on behalf, uh, represent on behalf of the industry in a lot of different ways. So we have a government affairs arm that handles advising our members on codes and standards and things like that, but also lobbying uh, government entities, seeking for positive change for the industry to improve the business environment. We have membership programs. We encourage people to join the association, pay dues that help support our mission and what we do. Education is huge. The show is huge, but also we do training. at We have a training facility in central New Jersey. So we run certification programs. We run our own um, short training programs. We host organizations and partners like like Pentair and Fluidra who come in and use the space for their own trainings. And then our chapters do their own work as well. So they're focused on doing monthly, you know, dinner meetings and things like that, which might be shorter, you know, topics, different ways to communicate to the industry. And it's all done in a lot of partnership, right? So like I mentioned, we work with manufacturers, we work with distributors so that they have content and we can deliver it or we have content and we deliver it through them. We always attend dealer days for companies like Jetline or Bell Aqua Pool Supply and other groups around the area that are doing their own, you know, inviting their dealers in to show off what they got and get ready for the season. And we attend those things. We help with education where we can partner with groups like PHTA, Order Shapes University to deliver their content through to our members. They're all going to be at the show. And then a lot of communication and leadership development. Because one of the things about a trade association like ours is while I'm employed by the association to run its operations, we are overseen by a volunteer board of directors made up of 18 people in the pool industry who are out there in the trenches every day, who take a look at what's going on, who look at our programming, who give us suggestions, who help teach our classes. So the tagline for our show right, is for the pool and spa industry, by the pool and spa industry. And that's really what we mean is as a nonprofit trade association, while we have staff that work on this stuff full time, we're led by a group of people in the pool industry. We've got 18 people on our board. All four of our chapters have a separate group of 10 to 15 people on their boards that feed up to our board. And it's this whole cycle of people in the industry volunteering their time to make sure that the products and services we're delivering are in line with what the needs of the industry actually are. That's awesome. I mean, there is a lot going on. You guys have a lot of moving parts. I mean, it's really cool, though, all the different things that you are providing to the industry. And I'm kind of curious, Dom, I like to get kind of some insight on all the different markets. And I know some markets have more licensing and certification requirements. Other markets have less. Where you guys are in the Northeast, are pool professionals required to be certified or carry any sort of license? So not in every corner of the of the region, but certainly in a lot of it. So in the state of Connecticut, you have to be licensed in order to build or service on Long Island. Both counties on Long Island have versions of a pool license that's attached to the home improvement contractor's license out there, but it's a separate amendment to that. A couple counties in New York State, Rockland County has its own license for service professionals. And in New Jersey, there's a license in law for both service and construction that was that isn't fully online yet it's been passed into law and the rules and regulations are in the process of being created and and promulgated so we are licensed area and as an association we do support licensure as a means to professionalize the industry as well as protect consumers from um, bad actors 
with regards to that, um, obviously you're an association. So do you guys really get involved when it comes time to, you know, deal with regulations and these programs that are being built? Absolutely. I mean, we're fortunate. We've been here for a while now, right? 60 years. We've been here a minute and we have some relationships in departments of health and consumer affairs in different areas, some areas, you know, stronger than others. But it's been my experience before I was with Nesva as well as now that those regulatory agencies actually welcome a partner like Nesva as a representative for the industry because for two reasons. One, most of those folks genuinely do want to, when they have the opportunity to do things that work for the industry, provided it's within the bounds and scope of what they're trying to do. And vice versa, when they do that cooperatively, then we communicate to our members the way they would want us to, right, with the right information and it's correct. And there's, it makes these things go a lot smoother, both for them from an administrative perspective and for our members from a running their business perspective. So we do engage with departments of health, um, departments of consumer affairs, state legislatures when we need to work on new legislation and really take the approach of trying to partner on behalf of the industry with these government entities. Because I used to own a business. I've worked for small businesses before I got into association work. And working with the government is not always, <laughs> it's not always easy. It's, not, it's, it's certainly not something you get into business to do, right? And I think one of the roles of us and other trade associations, I'm a big advocate. I don't care what industry you're in. If there's a trade association that's viable and it's advocating for you, you should join it. Because one of the big things we do is that lobbying and advocating on behalf of the industry. And that takes a little bit of burden off of individual businesses. Now, I want to kind of bridge gears here and talk about the show. Um, but I have to say, I think you guys don't get enough credit for putting these shows together. And you know, for us as attendees, it's easy to show up, walk in, and everything from the education to the booths to the classes on the main floor, it's already there and ready to go. And, you know, we recently had the opportunity to attend a show and are gearing up to attend some others. And we're starting to learn how complex it really is to put a show on. There are a lot of moving pieces. There are a lot of people behind the scenes that make this all happen. Can you talk about everything that it takes to pull off an event like the show you guys have? Yeah. And this is a great day to talk about it because I'm in Atlantic City. This big window with <laughs> nice buildings behind it is not my office. <laughs> I'm actually in a meeting room in Atlantic City Convention Center right now. Yeah, it would be disingenuous for me to say I've listened to every one of your episodes, but I do listen to your podcasts when I can. And I did listen to the one you did with uh, the folks from the expo. And I loved listening to... It was almost like... Yeah, they get it, right? Because it is true. And there's a little bit of that Wizard of Oz behind the curtain thing where it's like, you know, you don't always want to let them see you sweat. You know, nobody needs to know every aspect of how, how much goes into making the show look as good as it does, it be executed the way that it is. Because at the end of the day, it's about the member experience, right? Or the attendee experience. And I would equate it to building a pool, you know, your customer does not know everything about every piece of rebar, about every detail of the bonding grid. They, you just need to make sure that they know enough about what's going on so that they have a beautiful experience with their backyard. But there is a lot to it, Zach. There really is. I mean, I was just, before I was talking with you guys, I was in a meeting with about 35 people from all different aspects of the city, from the shuttle service to the convention center, the CVB down here, the caterers, the AV people, the decorators, everybody that touches any aspect of the show, you know, you spend a whole day just making sure everybody knows what everybody else is doing. Because when you're building that floor plan and you're building, bringing in all those exhibitors, 
you got to know what everybody's bringing and when they're bringing it. And sometimes it requires, you know, the person with the large fiberglass pool on display has got to get in before the guy behind him with something else. And all that has to be staged. All that has to be organized. You can't put the carpet down until certain things are done. And there's a lot of rooms. We have over 110, I think, education sessions this year. Insane. Every one of them is in a room. Every one of those rooms has to be set a certain way. Some need tables, some need classrooms, some need to be set in a round, some need to have AV. You need to organize all that stuff so that, you know, the sets don't have to change as little as, as much as possible throughout the week. So there is a lot of details and there's a lot of people and there's a lot of partners, but it's exciting too, right? It's exciting to see everything come together. It's, it's uh, one of the benefits that our show has had is that we have been in Atlantic City for over 30 years and a lot of shows our size where our show is on the scale of a lot of national conventions and we could move around and a lot of cities would be interested in hosting us. One of the things I love about our show is that we are here every year. And what that means for our attendees and our exhibitors is we have tremendous relationships with all the companies and partners that help make the show happen. So every year we're meeting with the same people and they understand our show and they understand the needs. And they, the exhibitors that are coming in, have been. we've got some exhibitors that have been with us for 40 years. So they know these people from their their side of things and they know who they're talking to. And they okay, I, I'll pull your order from last year type of thing. And that makes the process go a lot smoother. One of the things the attendees love about being in the same place year after year is they know where they're going to dinner. They know the restaurants. They know the hotels. They know where they want to stay. There's a lot of comfort there. And a lot of people go, Atlantic City in January? But one of the things that's cool is, well, yeah, it's cold. I'll give you that. It is. There's not a lot going on at the Jersey Shore. So what happens is when we're here, we're not one of three conventions across four properties that happen to be in town that week. When you're here for the pool and spa show, we're what's going on. So you go downstairs to the hotel bar, everybody there is here for this show. You go out to dinner, table next to you and the table next to them is probably here for, for the pool and spa show, which means they're in the industry. And that networking amplification that happens because no matter where you are, you find yourself in a conversation with someone you never talked to before, but who gets you and gets what you do. And the relationships that form are fantastic. Zach, confession time. First of all, I love the whole aspect of what it is to put on a show. And I think it's just, I, I love that chaos with all these moving parts. But I talk about it all the time because I don't think people understand how many different moving parts. And we've talked about it before, but we never even thought about the transportation, right? It's like there's even now after attending all these shows, I hadn't even thought about transportation. And that's got to be a huge logistic you know, issue that you got to stay on top of and all that. So you guys really deserve a lot of credit for putting these events on because they're definitely a lot of work and a lot of moving parts. And that's kind of where you have to have people that really have experience because if you have somebody that really doesn't have all that experience, there's going to be a lot of balls that are going to drop and that show's not going to be successful. Zach, confession time. So after I spoke to Amy and we talked about the show and then I talked to Dom and I kind of went to their website and checked the floor plan and did all that. The very first thing that I did right after that is I went to Google and I started searching some flights. <laughs> I'm like, could I pull this off this close <laughs> into the game? Which by the way, flights were very inexpensive. I think for me to look at a flight was like $237, Zach, kind of getting in and kind of getting out. And then the hotels are pretty inexpensive. I mean, nice hotels like the Tropicana and stuff like that were, 
I don't know, like 65 bucks a night and stuff like that. So made it very attractive. And I almost called you and said, Zach, do you want to try to pull this off? But then I just figured, you know what, it's last minute. I'm, I'm sure Leanne and Leslie probably won't appreciate that that much. <laughs> but really for everybody out there that's listening, if you're in Florida, if you're you know even here in Texas, I really highly suggest that you look at it because we'll get into the education part, but it's very affordable to be able to kind of get out there and go to the show. And that that's huge. You have properties down here that are built as resort properties for a beach community that are high end at the level you'd see in Vegas that for two or three months out of the year, because they get a holiday traffic and things like that, are able to provide our attendees a great experience, high quality resort style facilities, Plus, the restaurant industry in Atlantic City off property is like one of these things that more people should talk about. There are fantastic places to eat around here. And it, like you said, we capitalize on the opportunity of there's not a lot going on here. So these, they love that we're here. They want us to be happy. They want us to come back every year. And it all just creates that experience that people, people love about the show. That's a huge plus for the experience side. Absolutely. So can you give us a little bit of background on the Pool and Spa show? I know that you said it's, it's been around for quite a while, but can you give us a little bit of background of when was the first show? And 42 years ago, a little bit after Nespa was formed, uh, the different chapters and stuff, they were like, we should do an event, we should do something. And they started at a hotel in New York City, tabletop displays, couldn't tell you how many people were there, certainly not as many as we get now. And it grew and it grew and it was successful. And it's a little over... 30, it might be almost 30 years ago that we moved to Atlantic City. And originally we were in Boardwalk Hall, which is about half the size of the convention center. It's up on the boardwalk and went from that sort of ballroom style tabletop event to more of a traditional trade show with a floor and the pipe and the drape and the carpet and the whole thing. And we outgrew that in the 90s and moved to the Atlantic City Convention Center. And since then, the show has grown to one of the largest in the country. We have hundreds of exhibitors every year. We top 12,000 participants on a normal year. We know it will be a little less this year. The education conference actually wasn't from the beginning. As the conference started to grow, we started to add more and more programs. There was a woman who Nespa hired in the late 90s. Her name was Paulette Petrack. She's a legend in the region. She was involved with NSPI at the time, came on board with Nespa, and she helped grow that conference to what it is now. And we have, like I said, we've gotten to the point where we have over 100 trainings and of all different types. And I think that that growth really has, it's been a seesaw between kind of leading the industry and then reacting to it and then pushing to the next thing and then reacting, right? So we certainly pushed to grow the education conference, but we wouldn't have been successful at it if we didn't keep getting feedback that that's what the industry needs, right? So to grow more with what was out there. And it's gotten to the point now where after all that history, you know, it is a signature event for a lot of folks in the industry. Certainly, it's, it's an anchor on the calendar. It's the same week every year in the same place. And we did not get to have it in person last year. It was the first year in 40 years there wasn't an in-person pool and spa show. And trust me, we're very excited <laughs> to be back uh, to be back in person this year. 
I want to sit here and you're going to have to forgive me if at some point I throw out some amens out here because you're talking about the education and stuff like that. We're super passionate about the education side of it, not just the water chemistry or the phosphates or, you know, all that. We really talk about really having tools out there for people that are entering the industry to be able to be successful business owners. Because if they are successful business owners, it's going to help our industry grow, right? We don't want somebody to just survive and use it as a job. We want them to have a business and be able to make a great living out of what what it is that they do. And we truly believe that our industry provides that. It's an industry where people, if done right, can really live a great lifestyle and make you know a lot of money and kind of going through the education classes that you have. And we're going to talk about it here in a, li- in a little bit, but I suggest everybody that's listening or watching, go and check out their education classes and you're going to be surprised and your jaw is going to hit the floor just like mine on a lot of the training classes that you guys are doing that are needed in our industry and that a lot of other people should be looking at you guys and kind of going, wow, you know, here's some great classes. Here's some great things that the industry, you know, needs. So forgive me if as you're talking and you kind of get into all the education, if I throw some amens, because I'm very passionate about it. I love it. When we first talked, well, I talked to Amy after she talked to you. And then when you and I talked earlier this week, I could feel that kind of coming through. And, you know, the way we build this it's with the understanding that there is no one size fits all in this industry. Every business, and here's how I kind of view in education in this industry. It's you have the product specific stuff that you need for whatever it is you're doing. And then you have our work, which are type programs, which help inform that. So we're a little more general. So it doesn't matter which heat pump you're installing. We talk more about sort of general best practices, how to get people to, um, up to speed, things like that. And then you have to take all of that. If you do just those two things, you're still stopping a little short because your business is unique. It's got your DNA all over it. So how you take what's out there as far as products and the information that's around them, and then what you take from business trainings that we run or you run, even technical trainings or chemistry trainings, and then how you take that into your business is so important, right? How you take those handouts, take those lessons, circle up with your team and go, okay, we all learned all of this. Share, share, share. Great. Now, here's how we're going to apply that here. Here's how we pull from inventory. Here's how we use that information in our systems. It's so important to sort of closing the loop on education. We build our program here at the show specifically around that idea that your business is, is unique. So we can't just say, here's the service track. We say, here's all of our service offerings and you send your folks to the ones that you need now, right? Maybe, you know, we've got classes on borates. We've got classes on general beginner water chemistry and advanced water chemistry. And you have different people on your team that are at different spots. So you send one over here and one over there and, okay, alternative sanitizers, you go over there. We might want to get into that, right? So it gives you the opportunity. Yes, it's a logistic insanity <laughs> <laughs> to coordinate all of it, but it's also that the attendee, the attending company can work with their team and say, how do I make this work so that I be- I'm more successful coming out of the other side of it? I just love what Edgar was saying about you know not surviving because the more we thrive, the more people we employ, the more career opportunities that are out there, and then the more people we attract to our industry because we all know right now what a nightmare hiring is and how challenging it is. And it just creates, you know, 
the more people are educated, the more people are running these successful businesses, the more money there is to spend and the more attraction there is for outsiders to come in. So I love all of that. So we've kind of covered, you know, there's a lot of education and things like that. What other aspects are there to your guys' show as far as like the expo floor, what events are going on, things like that? When you come to Atlantic City, again, I, you hear me use the word experience a lot, but it's that's our own internal mantra, if nothing else. That we want the whole experience to be rewarding. So starting Sunday, we have some classes that are on, but Monday night, we host a welcome party every year. and uh, we've got over 1,300 people signed up for it right now. It's at the Wild Wild West Casino. And it's like a fun kickoff to the whole thing. We have a fantastic local band that plays lots of food and drink and the whole thing. And it gets people kind of kind of going. Some are there already for some classes on Monday. Some are starting their day on Tuesday. And then when you move over to the convention center, you have education happening throughout the day. Like I said, there's a variety of different programs. You can customize kind of what you want to do. And then people go from there normally to the floor or they come to the floor and do some training later. And on the trade show floor, we have obviously lots of exhibiting companies, all the major manufacturers, but everybody else in the industry as well. And down there, you get the opportunity to network, to meet folks, both connect with the folks you know, or meet some new individuals, new companies, new reps, new products. We have a new product boardwalk when you walk in where our exhibiting companies have the opportunity to share something new, show it off a little bit. We have Nespa on the show floor where people can come and check in with their membership, see what's going on, connect with the industry. We do some little things there throughout the day. We do our, our awards presentations there on Wednesday with a little reception. We have the training wall down on the show floor. So that's where we do some hands-on training that sort of mirrors what's going on upstairs. So you can take your heater class, troubleshooting heater class in the classroom, and then sign up to come downstairs and do hands-on heater troubleshooting. Um, that's a program we run with uh, Raypack and Ream. You can go upstairs and learn about tile installation. Then you come downstairs and you can sign up to do hands-on tile installation with professionals from NPT who show you how to stick it, show you how to use it. And there's something different about making that connection because in a lot of ways, the pool industry is fascinating. It is a white collar and a blue collar industry, depending on where you are and what you're doing, right? But for folks who are more tactile and they like the construction side, you can put them in a classroom all day long. As soon as they can touch the mud and get that feeling, they know something happens. There's a connection there, right? We have some of those opportunities. I think we probably could have even more of those opportunities, but we do that hands-on stuff on the floor. And after the show hours are over, we have, like I said, we have the welcome party on Monday. I mentioned to you how we have four chapters to our organization. They host hospitalities on Tuesday night. A lot of our vendors host dinners. So you come down, you get the training, then you get the networking, and then you get the social side of connecting with the industry in the evenings. So there's a lot to the experience. Zach, I think I think I'm going to call you after the show. I think I'm going to try to you know, let's try to convince Leslie. Let's go to Atlantic City. <laughs> if you want to come, you, 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 I think you know a guy at this point. I'll see what oh, I can get man. you into. <laughs> so, yeah, so super excited about it. So, let's talk a little bit more in depth about the education because you do have a lot of the education from every side, from the builder. And I, to me, I, I love, love, love the hands-on. And it's one of the things that I'm very vocal about because 
I learn by doing. So you can sit and tell me how to wire this thing 50 times, but unless I push you out of the way and actually am doing it, like you said, it doesn't connect. So I'm always a big advocate about, you know, do more things with hands-on, right? Because the guys are going to be able to touch it, to feel it, to do it, and then it's going to connect a lot better out in the field. I want to talk a little bit because I did go through your entire schedule. And what I recommend everybody to do is go to their website at thepoolspashow.com. If you're an attendee, click there. And then I believe under the conference, I'm looking at it right now, so I'm cheating. If you go to the conference tab, the very first one says a schedule at glance. So Zach, if you could do that on your computer, take a look at that because the very first thing that you're going to be impressed with is, first of all, the layout of this document and then how well it's done. And then number two, the classes that are in here. So I want to talk about a couple different classes that I think are very interesting because you guys focus a lot on the business side as well. But you guys do have a class making your business work for you and increase your your profits and put your organization on steroids. I wish I had wrote that could take credit for writing that title, by the way. <laughs> right? That's an incredible one. Zach, I don't know if you had taken a look at it, but another one that they do is be an undercover boss, clues to help you create a team of superheroes. You know, Dom, these are all the conversations that we've been having lately. You know, the the profits we've been talking because the pool pros are coming to us saying, can you on the podcast or the Instagram live, can you talk about this topic? And I know that you talked about it, but here's these other four or five questions on that same topic. Building your financial plan in today's world. That's another huge one. For the last show, I talked about the hiring process, finding the right employee for your business. It's a huge topic that we get asked all the time. And Dom, the reason that we're doing that on our next peer-to-peer is because in the peer-to-peer, it was like 80% of the people wanted to talk about that process. And one of the things, a lot of those programs, I've said it a bunch of times already, obviously we work very closely with our partners in the industry to provide a lot of this training. But the other thing we do is we do reach outside of sort of the traditional pool circles. And a lot of the folks that are delivering these programs are business consultants. They're professional business advisors. And you know you need both because everybody wants the the guy that gets me, right? Well, if you haven't run a pool business, you don't know what it's like to run a pool business. But I think you need these things in balance, right? So there's a few guys, and I forgive me, but I don't remember every speaker for every class, but some of the folks we have, like individuals like Jay Forty and Guy Grunberg, they've been coming to our show. They're not pool people, but they've been coming to our show to talk to the pool industry for years now. And so they take their experience with lots of small businesses and lots of contracting companies and lots of different situations And they bring it to bear here and they've built up enough vernacular and appreciation for what our industry does, but they bring those lessons from other things. I mean, that's a good business idea anyway, right? You know, look what other people are doing, you know, don't just chase your peers, but where are leaders in other segments that you can learn from? And we bring those folks in to talk every year and they they get great reviews uh, or we wouldn't bring them back. (laughs) They get great reviews. You know, we we do program evals for all our classes to see where we're at. And I think people appreciate that. It's, it's a little off the beaten path business stuff. It's not just sort of the pro forma business classes that you might get in other places. And I think that a big thing about it is just getting business owners, especially in the pool industry, to start thinking. You may take one of these classes and maybe you're not completely ready to hire, but it gets the wheels turning. It gets you thinking about it. It gets you starting to prepare for it. And I think for a long time, you know, me included in the beginning, you just get 
you get so stuck in the weeds with like the things that Edgar was mentioning, the chemistry, the phosphates and the hydraulics and how to install a pump. And that's all very, very important, but we can't forget about everything else that comes along with running a business. So, I mean, just looking at these courses, I think it's really cool. I mean, it's a timeless mantra. It goes back to the classic book, The E-Myth, right? Like you've got to be working on your business, not just in your business. And every single person I know that owns a business can tell me that. That's the easy part. Knowing that line and knowing that philosophy is easy. Doing it is hard. And hopefully people leave after taking some of these programs. And you're absolutely right. Zach, you're absolutely right. It's not showing up and going home with a whole new business plan that's going to reinvent your world. Sometimes it's the one idea. It's the one connection you made. It's the one fact sheet you picked up that go, oh, you know what? I, I didn't know I needed this, but I do. And that education can happen in four-day certification seminars. It can happen in four-hour business seminars. And the networking thing, it's hard to quantify a lot of times, but sometimes it's that conversation you have in the aisle or at the bar where someone goes, yeah, I'm struggling with this. And the, you know, the pool builder three states away who you just met, who you hit it off with goes, I had that problem last year. You know what I did? And before you know it, you've got a friend, you've got a mentor, or maybe you become a mentor. I mean, I don't do as much teaching as I used to, but I, I used to do a lot more. And every time I stood in front of a room, I learned as much as the people in front of me did from questions and comments. You come here with open ears and you can learn a lot by listening to the people around you. If you're on the more experienced side of thing, if you've been in business for 30 years, maybe you're not looking for that same kind of thing, but who can you meet that you can help, right? Because if you can meet some people with their ears open and their minds wide for that information, and they're looking at you as a mentor, do it. Why not? That's huge. And now you see, Zach, why I get so excited, right? It's like, it's like <laughs> that same mindset, that same. And, and it's huge. Networking is huge. So, hey, guys, let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, we will continue talking to Dom. The SPPA is dedicated to the niche general liability insurance needs of pool and spa professionals. As industry leaders, we'll fight for you, protect you, and be there for you. We provide extraordinary service before and after the membership and insurance is in effect. Insured members of the program get the best customer support and have peace of mind that their alliance is their voice and always fighting for their program and insurance needs. We proudly insure thousands of pool and spa professionals across the United States. With over 30 years encompassing the pool and spa industry, we know the needs of pool and spa professionals. Through the SPPA program, there are three tailored and customized general liability insurance options to pick from. For more information on our programs and insurance options, visit our site at www.thesppa.com. The sound of you continually pitching pool care poles into the trash. The sound of you using an Ultimate Pool Tools carbon fiber pool care pole for years to come. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. 
You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at poolinvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking to Dominic from the NESPA Association. Zach, I do have to confess, now that every time I hear that Blu-ray, what is it? Blu-ray all day, Blu-ray every day, it kind of, kind of Blu-ray all Blu-ray day. all day, kind of gets stuck in my head, so. <laughs> Definitely. So, Dom, I had a question. I noticed there's a class on there. It looked kind of interesting. It was titled, Women in the Industry, Leadership Development, One Size Does Not Fit All. Can you maybe talk a little bit about that class? A little bit about it. I think the history of, of that is interesting. Two things kind of happen to come together for that. So our Penn Jersey chapter, that's our, our chapter that represents Southern New Jersey and Eastern Pennsylvania. A couple of years ago, had a couple of individuals, a couple, couple of women chatting about this at a general meeting, got together for lunch, invited another couple of people and started talking about the challenges of being a, a woman in a male-dominated industry and what that looks like and also what the opportunities are and what was different for them and just their shared experience, right? And that started into, you know, well, let's invite two more people and let's invite two more people. And they grew it organically into a full women in the industry program. And, and I imagine Amy talked to you about some of this because she's been instrumental in helping to lead that to the point where several times a year, there's 40 plus women in that region that get together from the pool industry. They talk about pool industry topics, but there's something different that happens when you have that, again, that shared experience and how they communicate with each other. It's been amazing. Parallel to that, as I mentioned, um, the individuals who started and have run our conference here at the show, both women in the industry with a lot of experience in the industry, but also in, in education and thought these programs were important. And those two things have sort of come together to make this successful event at the pool and spa show. Couldn't tell you exactly about the content you know, I didn't put the program together, but the fact that it exists, I think, is a testament to the strength of a few individuals. And again, I love when something happens organically and grows because that's how you know you're on the right track. That's how you know that there's a need. And they're, they're genuinely and clearly, it's not controversial or new to say it's male-dominated industry. They took it upon themselves to grow this program, doing it the right way. And uh, I think it's helped a lot of people. I think it's great. And we talked to Amy and we're going to have Amy on um, and we can kind of get, get her to talk about that. But that was another thing that, Zach, I saw the same class as I was going through all these classes. And I just thought it's just, I'm just mind blown. And I've 
talked about it here three times and I'll kind of keep repeating it, but just your, your whole education package to me is, it gets me very excited because it covers every aspect and you can tell that it's been developed over time and that there's really been a lot of thought process to that part of the show, not just, hey, let's get the vendors here, which are the ones that are going to pay for the booze and make the money from that side and they can show their products and that's it. There's really a huge educational side. So can you talk a little bit about the manufacturers that you guys are working with at the show and what do those partnerships look like? Sure. So I mentioned earlier about the training wall and the hands-on training we do. That's a great example of some partners that we have. So we have troubleshooting electrical and that's in partnership with Pentair. We have, like I said, the hands-on tile and coping training and that's with NPT and PoolCorp. We work with Hayward on variable speed pump training and cost savings. And they do a whole display for us. Raypack and Ream doing heater training and heater troubleshooting. Those are easy examples. But everybody who exhibits at the show is a partner in, in the event. Yes, they pay to exhibit. Yes, they're here to do business. Some of those folks have been here for 40 years. Like I said, uh, another great partner. Distributors are a huge partner of ours. All of them. Like I said, uh, Pool Corp, certainly, but also um, Bell Aqua Pool Supply and Hatchet Distributors have been heavily involved with our, not just the show, but our association for years. One of the founders of Bell Aqua Pool Supply was one of our founding members, right? Like we go way back with these folks. So it is a give and take. They know their role here. They know they support the show and support the association, but it's our goal to make sure that they feel like they're part of this. They're part of this. They're not just, they're not just customers of ours. I mean, this industry is a family. Our association is very much a family. We've got a long storied history. I've got people on my board who've been in the industry for four years, and I've got people in my, on my board who've been in the industry for 65. And it's that family feeling. It's that connection like we're all in this together. Like We all have this chlorine just runs through all of us. I mean, I wasn't a pool guy, right? I love and that. I, I'm I careful, love that. <laughs> I'm, careful to, yeah. <laughs> I'm careful to suggest that I am a pool guy because I don't work with pools. But this industry is, it's wonderful. It's, it's welcoming. It's generous. I feel very much a part of it. Some of my best friends are the folks that I've come, that I've worked with that are on our board. Joining NESPA has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. One of the best decisions I've ever made professionally and personally. And I just try to bring that to how I run the organization and how we run the show. It's a professional event, but it's kind of like a big family get together too every year here. Now, how many vendors do you guys get at your show? In a peak year, we're a little over 400. We're... That's a lot. A little <laughs> under 300 this year. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit smaller with everything going on with the pandemic, but still still one of the largest floors you're going to see. Like I said, we're almost 300 exhibitors. So exhibiting companies. Now, let me ask you this. For someone that's going to the show for the first time, and we've asked this before on other podcasts, but especially for somebody that's going to your show for the first time, what feedback would you give them to get the most out of your show? Download the app, make a plan, and then use that as your tool to navigate where it is you're going to be. So with all these classes and all these vendors and everything that's going on, come in with a plan. And if you're coming by yourself, do that for yourself. If you're an owner or a manager and you're bringing part of your team, maximize what you can by planning ahead. So look at that agenda. Like I said earlier, I think if you have different people with different needs personally to grow in your business, work that out. 
or even if it's a lot of new product stuff and you know you're only going to you're going to be here for a little bit of time okay you go check out these vendors you go check out those and then we'll meet up and talk about it right have that plan going in and the best way to organize that is our app so you can find the link on our website all that you can create your custom itinerary you can log in with your registration information so you can star your classes know what your agenda is floor plans on there exhibitor list is on there so you can mark off for yourself who you need to see, contact information. Take that time before you come down. Because when you get here, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of distractions, there's a lot of shiny objects to pull you in different, <laughs> in different ways. Know what you need to get out of it and plan that ahead of time and you'll be much more successful while you're here. And you'll know exactly when you can say yes to those dinners and when you can't. And I want to tag on that. You said maximize. And whenever I've attended the show, I am that person to an extreme. You know, my badge would be just leveled with this class, that class, this class. And there's always time in between classes to go walk the floor. And like you said, find out what you're doing. So, I mean, we did retail for a short period of time. And that was something that I would target at these shows. And I would go and have those conversations and make sure that you're asking questions and actually talking to them. Because this is the time to get all of that really deep information and have those really good conversations with the different vendors about their products. And pay the money. If you can, pay the money. Do the education. Get the best pass fill up your itinerary, spend the most amount of time because these shows don't come around very often. I guess these opportunities don't come around. They're here every year, but a year is a long period of time. So definitely take advantage of it. And to the greatest extent possible, be deliberate about being here. And what I mean is, I again, I get it. It's so much easier to say than do. We're all busy personally and professionally anymore. It, it's, it's everything feels different. But if, you can, if you're coming down with some folks from your company and you can be deliberate about, listen, for these two days, you know, try and cool the, the calls from the office a little bit if it's not a real emergency. Be here. Be in it. Open yourself up to the conversations. You know, if you're taking the education, be deliberate about blocking that time to go to the floor, both for the, who you need to see and for the opportunity to see something different. Make time to leave here and go have a drink with someone you might only see once a year or go out to dinner, take your team out to dinner so that you can spend that time together, right? That's not just nothing. That's business development, right? That's team development. That's being deliberate about working on your business. So the other thing I would say in addition to having yourself planned out is then once you're here, be deliberate about that plan. Be here. Be part of it. And if it's not here and it's another show, it's the, it's the same thing, right? Be there mindfully be present and take advantage of everything that is in front of you. And it could be a huge team building thing, guys, because you're taking your employees there. They're going to see how invested you are into your business and taking them there for the education. And then like you're saying, Dom, you go out to these dinners and you kind of all of a sudden create that relationship or that team building with your team. And I think a lot of people don't see that. But when you're really kind of going for two, three days to one of these shows, that's another huge aspect of it that you might think, oh, well, we're going for the training to meet some vendors, but then there's great team building and passion for those employees to get into the industry. So that's another great point that I think people should really kind of focus on that. I know folks who use this show and shows in their area as uh, incentives for their team throughout the year that, you know, if 
do you hit certain performance expectations or however they want to use those metrics, you're coming to the show. <laughs> and that means a couple that means a couple hotel stays and some spending cash and a dinner, whatever they want to do, but they actually use it as incentive to motivate people. And then when they get here, they're part of that team and they know the people that are here are motivated to help grow the company. And it's it just keeps feeding itself. It also puts a whole new perspective on how expansive our industry really is. I know it was really probably the first time I went to one of the big shows that I was like, wow, like this industry is much bigger than I had originally thought. And I think it's good for our team members to see that because that's how you create more buy-in because they know there's a future. They know there's an opportunity for them within our industry. And guys and girls really take advantage of of networking with the vendors. I think that's one of the things that I didn't do well at the beginning when I started going to the shows. I really just kind of focused on the education. But especially nowadays, there's so many vendors, there's so many partners that you can get out there and meet. There's so many different products. And that networking side of the show is huge. You really need to get out there. You need to talk to the reps. You need to see all the products take advantage and get out there. And if you're having a problem with a specific product or a thing in your business, go see all the three or four different ones that are out there. You're going to really be able to gain a lot of information from there and create some relationship with those vendors that normally you only get to talk to over the phone. But now you're face to face. Now there's a deeper connection there with those vendors. And a lot of times they're the people that are, you know, when you're having that phone conversation, you're kind of kind of catching the front end of it. But when you're there, there's a lot of people that are higher up or that have developed the product or work in R&D or whatever that you're getting to have that conversation. And that's what I loved. And a lot of the what I would call celebrities or people that are putting out the trainings and things like that, you get to meet them and have that conversation with them. So guys, let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, Zach, I want to get your final thoughts. And since John's not here to keep it going, I'll give my thoughts. We'll be right back, guys. The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile, and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blue. 
Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Do you know the actual cost of the pool service you provide or the financial health of your pool business? If you don't, it can put you out of business. Pool Nation has created a business training that focuses on the financial side of your business. What we've done, guys, is we've put a training class together that focuses on five metrics that we've created. The goal is you do it, and by the time that you're done with the class, you have all those numbers, you have all that data. It is the only course that as you enter your data into our exclusive software, it will tell you how much money you are making or losing. It's that simple. We talk about the metrics. We talk about insurance, what to look for. We talk about billing software. By the time you are done with the training, you will know your exact cost to service a pool, fixed cost of cleaning, your average profit per pool, your average monthly rate, repair profits and profit percentage, and how much money you are actually making. And we have had people that have taken the class and had some cash flow issues and they've made some adjustments with their billing software and that's kind of solved that issue. During the training utilizing our software, you will create your business profit and loss. Once you create your P&L, we will cover the fundamentals of the P&L and how important it is to the success of your business. For more information and the next training dates, visit www.poolnation.online. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you get to keep. For more training dates, go to www.poolnation.online. Welcome back, everybody. I know that, Dom, you're kind of in a little bit of a time crunch, so I don't want to uh, go over because I know you're very busy. So, Zach, let's kind of do our uh, final thoughts here. We'll kind of do a little bit short here and we'll go from there. So I'll jump in first. I'm going to tell everybody, take a look at these shows. Dom, we need to do a better We, as Pool Nation, need to do a better job about talking about these shows and getting that voice out there and getting people to get educated and attend these shows. So everybody get out there, check out that website. We will be there for sure next year. Um, we're going to get out there and we're going to go to that show. So, Zach, final thoughts? I was just texting Edgar saying, can we swing this? Is there any <laughs> way to get out there? Because I'm pumped and I want to go to the show. Um, I wish it wasn't coming up so quickly because I would love to attend it. You know, I think that, Dom, you can kind of gather we're huge proponents for education. Um, and it sounds amazing. The business especially, because that's kind of my passion. That's it. You know, I'm in the pool industry, but I love the business side of it, the strategy, the tactics, and trying to figure it all out. And then on top of that, the hands-on training. I would have been all over that back when I was in the field. You just don't get many opportunities like that. So I just think it's really cool what you guys have going on. And I just want to give you a big thank you for coming on today. Like Edgar said, I know you're super busy. And I wasn't fully aware of how big the show is and how much education there was. So... I'll be working hard to make it up there definitely for 2023. And if a miracle happens, maybe I'll fly up this year. I don't know. Maybe we'll pull it off. Right. <laughs> so, 
Well, I appreciate you guys making the time as well. Last minute, I know you have a schedule and, and I appreciate everything you guys do. I mean, I'm a fans of your message, what you're trying to do, your podcast. Uh, if anything, I'll take some ownership for not reaching out to you before you reached out to me to to talk about this, uh, our event, but also everything we're doing here. And I'm pretty sure this isn't the last time we're going to talk. At least I hope it's not. And I hope to see you in 2023. But don't get mad when I start texting you all the reasons why I think I can get you here in 2022. Oh, wow. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> all right. Great. I know that you're in a time crunch. I'm going to let you go. It's been amazing. You, it's been a pleasure having you on. I think it was a great podcast. We obviously went a lot longer, but it was all great information that I think needs to be out there. You have our platform whenever you need to come on, whenever you need to get a message out, just reach out and we're here for you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Have a great one, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. See y'all. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com. Pool Nation, all rights reserved. No part of this podcast may be reproduced in a verbal or nonverbal way may not be distributed. It may not be distributed in any social media platforms or transmitted in any other forms or any other means, including recording or other electronic or mechanical methods without the prior written permission of Pool Nation.